Welcome to another edition of One More and I'm Going Home and Going to Bed. Justin Bargo here with Josh Jones. Doing this installment on Thursday, February the 4th. And it was your call on the drinks, which was a good idea. So, Yeah, well, we went with the dark and stormy for a couple reasons. One, uh... Oh, that's limey. The, yeah, yeah, I knew you put too much lime juice Way in it. Way too much lime juice. <laughs> that, uh, because, one, that's the forecast of the groundhog was that we were going to have another six weeks of winter. And the forecast for our basketball team is dark and stormy. <laughs> that it is, Edward. That it is indeed. So dark and stormy is dark rum with ginger beer and a splash, splash of lime. lime. Yeah, not, uh, not, not, not a half gallon not of four, lime. Not four shakes. <laughs> I just spilled it. Anyway, yeah, my other thought was, as I said today, was uh, sweet, sweet vermouth on the rocks with a twist. Yes. Which anybody who's seen Groundhog Day is exactly. know that's the drink that she drinks. That's the drink. <laughs> Makes him think of Rome the way yeah. it reflects <laughs> off the buildings. <laughs> that's a great, what do you want to drink too? That's an underrated movie. The, oh yeah, the Groundhog. <laughs> I always read the world peace. He's like, fuck. <laughs> that's a good flick. It's a good flick. Mm-hmm. So... We had uh, oh yeah, it was had, good. had birthday weekend last weekend. Yeah, yeah, it was very, a very scaled down birthday weekend, but still a good time. It was a good time. It's a, <laughs> it's a really good time. It was a good. It was time. good to see Ivy and Bill. You know, for the hour or two, I got to see Bill, and then uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I went out with Garrett and his buddies Friday night to Elliot's. So we were all out. It was him and five of his buddies, and me and Booth <laughs> and, and Canterbury. <laughs> So we, I mean, they must have had, they plowed through. I tabbed out twice, and they must have gone through. I mean, I, I bought them most of their stuff. Sure. But then Garrett bought one, and then his other buddy bought one bucket. They went through probably about seven or eight buckets, but there was a bunch of them. Not to mention what Booth and I were drinking. <laughs> and then Saturday, of course, we came over here and watched the game, me, you, Bill, and, and Ivy. And Bill, well, of course, we were doing shots of American honey like we always did. Mm-hmm. And Bill, by the way, Billy looks good. He does. He's up he's all sixty pounds. Yeah, he looks good. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so does Ivy. Ivy looks like Tony Stark. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sans the, 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 the charisma. Yeah. <laughs> or the intelligence. Or the money. <laughs> so no, he's not Tony Stark. <laughs> he's not been time travel when he comes to. He's Tony Pearson. <laughs> Love you, Tony. Tony listen to this show. Mm. <laughs> So, uh, but Bill was putting in a shift, and he and he knew it. And then, of course, Garrett came. I thought it was cool too because I didn't know Garrett was gonna come over and hang out. Uh-huh. And Garrett came over and hung out, and then we ended up all going out. Yeah, I, I, wait, I was waiting for you guys to let me know where you guys were. And I was like, I was like, hey guys, we're gonna go. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to Elliot's. Well, because initially we were just hanging out here and drinking. Yeah. And, uh, of course, we were doing shots, and then and then Ivy and Garrett started talking military stuff with RP and, and you know, all the uh-huh. stuff Garrett's done, which that was that was pretty cool to listen uh-huh. to. And uh, Bill did make an announcement that uh, he was probably going to be asleep by 7, and he was. <laughs> so about 8 o'clock, we Man said, knows. Well, what are we going to do? Well, we're going to go out. So we ended up at, uh, at Elliot's, and you guys were there. Yep. And then we drank, and I think we did a shot there, too. Yes, so Jim Beam. Yeah. I think that was the... I think that's what put me under. <laughs> Shut Jimmy, I was done. And then we left there and decided to go to the Owls Club, and they initially wouldn't let us in. That's what you. They wouldn't. I didn't know I'd not be to the Owls Club. I was like, I, I, I was one night at home, and I thought, like, you know what? Yeah, I think I'm going to go home. <laughs> but I mean, it was like, what time will we go? It's ten. 
I got over 10.40 was my thing, so it must have been 10.30. So 10.30. So yeah. we leave Elliot's at 10.30. We go to the house club. They initially wouldn't let us in, so then they let us in, me, Ivan, and Garrett. We go, I mean, there's people at the bar, but then you got this huge open yeah, space. It's, it's, it's huge in there. So we go to the pool table, and we start shooting pool. About 30, 40 minutes later, Garrett's buddy, Jacob, texts, and he's like, all right, I'm coming out. They wouldn't let him in. I went up to Canada. They must have gotten in trouble. That's what you, I, I, I agree. I mean, they had to get, the health department had to come there and say you got too many people at some point in time, so they were being particularly, because there's no way they can have less many less people there than they do at Elliot's. No. I mean, <laughs> it's three times the size. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? And she was like, I, I just can't let anybody else know. I heard Avi found some, uh, some hotties. Well, I sent him up to the bar to get some beer, and Garrett and I he came back with some women. No, he didn't come back. No, he never came back. That's why I had to retrieve his ass. So, so I walked back over there, and I could see him. He's he's kind of nonchalantly leaning against the bar and kind of you know spitting his bars to these two unsuspecting vixens. And uh, I woke up, and I didn't even, I didn't remember this part because Garrett apparently went with me. So I got up to the bar, and I was like, dude. Where's our beer? And he said, I'm just sitting here talking to my girl. And I said, that is not your girl. <laughs> I said, she couldn't be further from your girl. I don't remember saying that. Garrett's telling me this Was shit. there actually girls there? there was girls there. Well, there was, there, was, uh, there was a girl and her friend, Petunia, was beside her. <laughs> Bless her heart. She was nice. They were nice. Way too young, obviously. <laughs> if, if my eHarmony coach Jayla would have been there, she'd have thrown about three flags for me just standing beside this bitch. And I was three times as old as you were. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> so he, but so we talked a little bit about. So the 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 less unattractive one, which was the younger one uh, of the two, we're sitting there talking. She was actually from Woodrow, and I said, "So, she, hell's you doing that? I don't know." <laughs> So she had a, a phone. I was like, oh, is that your little one? She was like, yep. I was like, how old are you? She said, 26. I said, oh, okay. She said, I got three kids. I was like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah. Big gulps, huh? Yes. <laughs> well, see you later. Uh, yeah, you, know, you got three kids at 26. That means uh, you, know, you ain't afraid to throw around the food. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. I don't think she sleeps with her legs. Are they, are they all from the same daddy? I don't know. I don't, I don't think she spends a lot of time with her legs crossed. So, uh, so Ivy didn't remember a whole lot of that exchange. I didn't really either, to tell you the truth. Garrett had to reiterate some of that to me. So we ended up back here, and he and I had a few beers. Of course, Bill had moved from the TV room to the living room couch. And... Uh, I bet you woke up with a blanket of dog hair. Well, he probably... I don't know. <laughs> I was sitting at the bar, and Ivy was on the couch, and we were talking. I look over, and he's just... He's gone. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, I'm going to bed. So I went to bed, got up, let Trigger out. Hey! <laughs> got up, let Trigger out at uh, 8 o'clock, and Bill was already gone. You might want to tell people on the radio. Oh, to, some you... of Jana's friends just walked in. That all I of a sudden, you're, you're from Queer Out the... <laughs> yeah. also, hey! Mm-hmm. <laughs> what else One of Jane's buddies, buddies. <laughs> so, uh, where was I going? So, Bill, did he roll out the Bill was gone, up? so I went and laid back down, got up about 9.30, and Ivy was gone. So, it was a good time. We had a good time. I didn't get up the next day. I didn't get, we didn't have kids. So, I didn't get out of bed till noon. Mm-hmm. The only time I got up out of bed was to go use the bathroom and come back and go back to bed. It was great. That was. That was. It felt so good just to sleep and not have to do anything. Yeah, but it was a good. Uh, we had a good time. I know we usually have more people, but we had fun. 
Yeah, yeah, we had a blast. We had a good time. Yeah, so that was good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was great to see Ivy and Bill. It was just. There, it's just fun hanging around them. It's just it's laughs almost the entire day. Yeah. <laughs> it was a, it was a good time. I told him we need to do it again soon. So yeah, absolutely. We need to do a slow bobber at some point. Down yeah, time. we do. Mm-hmm. So uh, jumping into some house cleaning stuff. Of course, McNally picked UVA, which we all thought he was going to yeah. do. Uh, Jack Fleming would have been ninety eight yesterday. Did you see really, that? I did not. Yeah. Brazen Mays is in the portal. Yeah. So there was another lineman too, Scott. I think so. I think there was another one. Lane Scott? Yeah. Really? He jumped in the portal. Uh-huh. Okay. But I think that has a lot to do with the fact that uh, Nestor's coming in, Milan's coming in, Parker Moore's developing. Yeah. Um, we did have a slew. Of course, Nash, the second signing day was Wednesday. We didn't have any scholarship commitments, but we have 16 preferred walk-ons. Yeah. I, mean, I, and, I, knew. I was like, man, it's... I mean, See, look, there's a lot of local ones. And a couple, of course, the big one was the Bryce Biggs, another offensive lineman from Spring Valley. So that'll give us, with the tight end coming in next year, like five guys from Spring Valley, counting Nestor and Milam and Malice Savage, the that's, return guy. That's your new pipeline, right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Take it over from Bridgeport. <laughs> Chips didn't much care for that. Of course, Gwen said he might embrace the Spring Valley. He'll never embrace Bridgeport, which prompted Chips to say, how many fucking people from Oak Hill and whatever high school Gwen went to have played for WVU? So I, I, I use Timmy Newsom. He's Glenn Jean. That's yeah, close, exactly. That's close as we get. <laughs> it really is close as we get in football. But uh, Martavian Johnson, Bryce Biggs, Jake Robbins, a quarterback from New Jersey, Dalton Flowers, Tola Daraninjo. Good luck know. saying that a few times. Isaac Dixon, Dylan Shea, Todd Simmons, Cam Rice, which is an athlete from Morgantown, Dylan yeah. Ray, Jaden Keating, He's from Upper St. Clair, which my buddy Trigar's from. Nick Mayer. Joseph Udo is a 6'9 tight end from Nitro. Holy cow. Yeah. 6'9. 6'9. That's impressive. Eli Archer from Huntington. Caden Beiser from Morgantown. And Kevin Tinsley, DB from South Charleston. So, I mean, we got a shitload of guys on the, on the team. Yeah. I mean, preferred, and we still have five scholarships to give out, too. Exactly. Hey, I got no problem with that. They said, you know, if we may not be able for everybody to say, uh, Walk-ons, that's that was gonna be Neil Brown's focus was to get walk-ons from the state, you know, the, the better players and come to view. That's awesome. Yeah, I think it's great. Yeah, I think it's but, wonderful. So we'll see how all that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, you, did you tell me Daryl Pruce following us now? Yeah, yeah. So so somebody had liked something he did on Twitter, and uh, so I I liked it. I liked it, or I followed, started following him, which I do all the time. I follow like XWU players and stuff on our on our. One morning I'm going to go going to bed. Twitter accounts. That's where I keep all my sports news. And he's like, "No, he's following us back." Nice. I was like, "Hey, that's awesome! <laughs> that is awesome!" <laughs> I was pretty excited about that. Yeah, that's badass. <laughs> that's badass. <laughs> so then the other news, of course, the rifle team's still undefeated. We beat number three Ole Miss over the weekend, and we're still fourth behind them somehow. I don't know how that works. And yeah, of course, we late yesterday hired a new co-defensive coordinator, DB's coach from Louisville. Shadon Brown, is that how you say it? Shaden? Shadon? I have no idea. I don't know. Apparently he's a hell of a recruiter. Yeah. Yeah, and apparently he went to the same high school that Neil Brown went to. Mm-hmm. I believe it was along those lines. Bill texted me today and he should, he said we should mention too, or else we're going to run down how good Noah Adams is, the wrestler at WVU. Has he been undefeated for like, I forget, two years it's now? Been a while. Yeah. <laughs> that guy, he does need a shout out. And you know who else needs a shout out? The women's team. Women's team's doing good. The women's things. team is second in the Big 12. They won nine straight. They beat the crap out of Iowa State. And they've been doing it with players getting hurt. Exactly. Out. Out. Exactly. Girl, dad passed away. Yeah. 
And but that that one girl from there, I, forget, I can't say her last name, but she got like she averaged like twenty points a game, something like that, doing big little play yeah. man. They're good. They are good. They are really good. They are good. Uh, they're, they're going in one direction. I'm not sure where the boys are going. So speaking of that, let's jump into the Florida game. Good. 85-80 loss. Culver had a hell of a game. 20. Well, he, he had a hell of a first 30 minutes. And didn't play much of the last 10. 28-12. Standard down. Went great from the free throw line. Yep. McNeil had 21. Deuce went scoreless in the second half, which killed our whole starting backcourt. We were 7-27. He was 3-15. And, and you can't. And we actually survived Iowa State with him not playing well. But you can't play good teams without him playing well. You just can't. We, I mean, we rely too much on him to him not have, to not have a decent game. Especially down the stretch. Yeah. He was a killer. I think he missed a friend of number one. one. Maybe that was Iowa State game. He was a friend of number one. So, yeah, those are just awful. I mean, he just – he played bad. And when he plays bad, we play bad. Yeah. It's as simple as that. So – we didn't get anything from anybody else. No. We got out rebound on the offensive glass sixteen to ten. Man, we are we are a completely different team than any ball Buggins team that I can remember. Even more than the Aaron Harris and Terry Henderson team. We do not play a lick of defense. Can't stay in front of anybody. We don't rebound the ball like we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's I've never seen anything. We are a completely different team. Yeah. Like, uh, a team that I'm not used to watching. No. And actually when you really look at it and you see how bad Deuce played in the second half and how really you know, we had Culver and McNeil, and that was it. I mean, I don't know how we only lost by five. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, I mean, Huggins <laughs> said going to the game, Florida was going to be the most athletic team we played. And they did. Then Florida jumped in the polls at 23 and won the day last night, got beat by South Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> of, course. of course, a bunch of ranked teams got beat last night. So Yeah. It was disappointing, especially getting them at home. So. Well, and I think what was so disappointing is that our defense is so bad. I mean, we, that was back-to-back games. We scored 80 points, and we lost this one. I mean – and damn near lost the one on Monday. Yeah, I mean, our defense, and it showed again against Iowa State. I mean, our defense is just poor at times. Yep. It's just really poor. And Huggins said it, worst defensive team he's ever had. Yep, he but. said that after the game Tuesday, which was the Iowa State game. Mm-hmm. Of course, we dropped 17 in the polls. We won by four, but we were up 15 with six or seven minutes to go. Yep. We didn't make a shot in the last five minutes of the game. No, and they were, they were terrible. That's a bad team. They, they, they had scored 24 points in the first nine minutes, and we couldn't induce – Taz, Taz's guy would drive. Deuce would come all the way from the guy in the corner to help out because nobody else was helping out. And then his guy was wide open. And, we, and I don't know how many times that guy hit a three in the corner. Too many. And and, and, uh, and Deuce, you know, if you look at it, it's Deuce's man. But it really wasn't necessarily his fault. Except for maybe you should stop leaving that guy in the corner. <laughs> you really give up a layup or a three? But uh, the, Taz had a great game, scoring-wise. 18 points. And quite honestly... Him at the free throw line won the game. Absolutely. But did you know his plus minus was in the game? Probably minus 10. Minus 7. Yeah. When he was in the game, they outscored us by 7 points. Why? Because he is terrible at defense. He's like, it's like mean, how did you say about Truck? He said Truck will score 30, but he gives up 32. Yeah. I mean, there was a point in the first half, Tass had two points, and at least that I had counted giving up eight. And eight out of ten that the other team had scored. Yeah. And I was like, we just can't. And they were talking today on three guys before the game, before the pod, that, or uh, yeah, for three guys before the game, that, that we almost have like a hockey style. We got offensive players and defensive players. Jordan McCabe, you know, did play down the stretch. He was like plus eight because he had five assists, no turnovers. Culver had four turnovers. Yeah, yeah, Culver turnover. That one pass, he just turned around 
don't know. He's still at the scores table. Well, something. of course, and the one wasn't his fault because McCabe, we talked about it, oh, yeah. was on a break, and he kicked the ball to Culver on the wing, which could have been the worst possible. Yeah, yeah, that's where you got to know who to throw it to. I mean, right. it, you don't throw it to Culver in the three-point line while he's running full steam. Probably not going in well. No, and guess what? It didn't. It did not, exactly. But getting getting Taz to the line was big there at the end. I mean, and that was a huge – of course, you know, and I was thinking about this because we were talking about this at work because everybody thought that it was a charge. Well, of course, the guy pushed Gabe in, yeah. and then the guy lost the ball and then hit Gabe, but he wouldn't have been shooting because it was a player control thing. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah, Gabe wouldn't so have been shooting. So Gabe wouldn't have necessarily been at the yeah, line. Exactly. Because so, everybody's like, oh, good, Gabe's not going. I was like, wait a minute, he wouldn't have gone. Is, is that the strangest no call you've ever seen? Yeah, I'm surprised I someone mean, called him. I suppose they talk about that. It's like on, on the thing. It's like, like everybody else stopped because they figured something had to be Surely done. the rest of the play. Taz was like, well, fuck, I'll just grab the ball. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then he gets smacked on the elbow and he called foul on that. Yeah, easy, yeah. The guy like blew him a kiss. And he was like, oh, flagrant one. He said, said, said Gabe got a tackle for a loss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Caused a fumble. Yeah, somebody the, waved at Taz. Defensive player of the week yeah. in the Big 12. They waved at Taz and they called foul. I don't know. But, I mean, it, it wasn't a great win, but it would have been a horrible loss. Yeah, I mean, that was that, – some people would call it a must win because you could you can't afford to lose them. Not with what we got coming up. You just can't do it. No. So McCabe had five assists yeah. in that game. Um, but but like you said, then you mentioned the Huggins thing. Huggins talked let's turn back to the game because he was talking about our defense and how this is the worst coach or the worst defensive team he's had. And he made a good point. He said, you know, offense is about skill, defense is about effort. Yeah. And they're just not giving the effort that he that we're used to seeing. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, the, the the sad part is, is I mean, at times we get stagnant, but offensively, even without Sheepway, we've executed at times. Yeah. And, and we're actually, they brought up today on the on the podcast that we're better with, when McCabe's in the game. Our offense runs better when he's in the game because you get Deuce off the ball. Our offense runs better. Problem is, I, I think Gay I think McKay puts every on defense. He's just not very good at it. And and Johnson is a better defensive player, but offensively we're limited with him in there. He had no assists. McKay had five. Johnson had zero. Yeah. And played a lot down the street. He did play a lot. Yeah. You know when your point guard is not setting up your offense, you're not a very good offensive team. No. And I did want to mention because we <laughs> we have banged on him constantly. Matthews had a good game. Yeah, he did. He did what he needs to fucking do. Outside, and I brought it up. Outside of that one time on the fast break, we he fanned out to the three point line instead of going to the basket. But if he goes to the basket, he's a matchup nightmare. He's a horrible matchup for the team. Yeah, and he's athletic and man, he, he, he dunked on that oh, one. Oh, that dude. was nasty. That was nasty. I mean, that was nasty. <laughs> I mean, it just went up posterized. Yeah, it was a Sports Center top ten play. I'm sitting there thinking, look at how you can, what you can do. If you, it's like Huggins, do what you do. What you can't do is standing on You don't help us. Yeah, he yes, he did make a three, and I get that. Yeah. But, but it's I, one of those things that you'd almost rather him – well, first of all, I'd rather him not take it. But he he makes it. The worst thing that happens is he makes it, and then he thinks he can keep doing it. Exactly. And, you know, I think he was like one of three, right? But if you go one of three from the three-point line, that's the same as going two of four from the uh, – uh, it's actually better if you go two for four in the field. Right. And more than likely, if you go to the hole, you're getting fouls, which is putting him in trouble. And he's a good free throw shooter. Yes, exactly. It just makes so much but sense. But for some reason, he can't see he it. He can't see it. I just don't I don't get it. I mean, I understand. If you're wide open, you shoot it. 
But there are times where he has a chance to drive and he shoots for three and he should, needs to drive the ball. And Every roll. time he should go to the basket. And that would free up people. People, Derek's guys would come help. Derek's would get more rebounds that way and more offensive putbacks. Yep. Go to the basket. But, you know, he ain't listening to us. No, he's not listening to us. <laughs> but that's the other thing Huggins said, too, because he was talking about those his past really good defensive teams getting back to the defensive thing. He said, you know, he said when Carter and Butler – and Ebanks, when their guys scored on them, they yeah, got pissed. Yeah, exactly. They took it personal. Exactly. And, and that doesn't seem to be the mentality with, with most of these and, guys. And that's, I was thinking the exact same thing. Uh, well, not the exact same thing, but I, when you just mentioned Ebanks, I was thinking they should show Matthews videotapes of Ebanks. He hardly ever shot a three. Remember every time? He shot like 20% from three. Yeah, he but he was one hell of a player because he did everything else great. He was a great passer. He was a great offensive rebounder. He was a great offensive rebounder. He's, you know, and... and Matthews could be all those things. And guess what? He got a shot in the pros. Mm-hmm. Ebanks did. Matthews could do the same if he just took, played that game. It's just, it's you want to get, it's like Dave said, this is fool's gold. And he, he's right. But I, I wasn't saying that I'm buying into the Matthews hype. It's just, it's frustrating because you see, if he plays within what his skill set says he exactly. can do, he can give you 13 points and five rebounds, right. which is what he did. And draw fouls on the and other team. And draw fouls on the Absolutely. other team and get to the line get and to do the, the line. things we need to do. Now, he is a defensive liability. There is no question about that. Arguably, between him and Sherman, probably the two worst defenders on the team. Statistically, he's actually one of the best on our team. Who? Matthews. Not according to the guy on Rivals. Well, the guy, the, the, well, they did some sort of stats today. Like his, there was some percentage of the guys that he, he guards, they make less shots than the, any other. Something, I can't remember exactly. Yeah, the, the, guy, the guy on but, Rivals has been tracking him for three years, and he. Has said over and over again that's the, and I don't get into all that analytics, but yeah. he said Matthews is far and away our worst. Yeah, player. see, I, I heard, I heard just all today. I don't know yeah, the exact stat, so yeah. but but you can tell watching him, he's he still doesn't know where to go. Sometimes he's late, but well, I mean he, he blends in because the rest of them are going exactly. To that's what I'm saying. That's <laughs> he might he might be our best stat when it comes to stats defending, but that just shows you how bad everybody bad else is. Everybody else is, yeah. So <clears throat> well, shit's about to get real because we got, of course, Saturday we got Kansas at home which is number 23, then at Texas Tech, which is 13, then Oklahoma at home, which is 9, Baylor, who I just got an alert on my phone, said they suspended basketball activities today. I heard uh, on the way over here that, that a team had, but they didn't say what team. It was Baylor. So I was trying to figure out who it, it was. was. Baylor. So tentatively, that following week, we've got Baylor at home, and then Baylor on the road, and then at Texas. So and then we finish Man, at TCU. Can we just skip the Baylor games? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Because then we finish at TCU and Kansas State at home. And I still haven't heard about those two home games that we missed. That's what I'm saying. Can we fill those? <laughs> yeah, I'd love to Let's do that. put those in instead of Baylor. Oh, I'd love and, to do you that. know, if we can't play Baylor, oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Well, they beat the shit out of Texas last night. If we, don't play, if we don't play the those two makeup games and we play these next six, because you sent out a thing on the thread, which was a good question, you know, over, under, push two, I'd love to say if we go three and three, I think it'd be a miracle. But I think two wins might be the best we can hope for right now. I mean, Kansas. I mean, I hope for more than that. But realistically, and I'm tell you something: if we guard the three point line against Kansas like we did against Iowa State, we're not going to win that game. No, exactly. That's what we did against them the first time. I mean, they've been shooting like crap. But when you leave teams open, even teams that shoot like crap can make shots when they're open. Yes. You, you play college ball, you make shots when you're open. Right. And and we got Kansas. At Texas Tech, Oklahoma, Baylor, at Baylor, Texas. 
If you told me we went two of those, I will take that I'll as a win. Because I think that would give us, we'd be 16-9. and nine, Yeah. Assuming we don't make those other two games up. And there's going to be a week where we could. And I still, I'll be surprised if they play conference tournaments. So there's maybe we can squeeze one in there too, because I mean I'd love to get those two games in and get to help our seating. Exactly. If nothing else. Because right now we're looking at a four or five seat. I'd if say probably, at, at, right probably, now probably closer to a five, trending towards to a six. trend towards six. If, if we lose five out of those uh, those six games, or worse than that. Yeah. I mean, you look, you're already falling out of the top twenty-five. Yeah. Well, we're, we're seventeen. We're not going to go up any. Mm-hmm. So. No. So if we we got to hold serve Saturday. You know, see what happens against Texas Tech. Of course, they're going to be gunning for our ass after the way that game ended. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, I just saw on Twitter when I was trying to find that uh, uh, who what team said uh, their guard uh, Abaji uh, said that this is probably one of our biggest games of the season. Great. So Kansas is going to come in ready to play, guns blazing. Yeah. Well, hey, what's gut check time, man? Yeah, exactly. Let's hey, see hey. what these kids are made of. You know. Good team step up. So if we if we're gonna be a good team, we gotta step up. If we're if we're not, then we'll we'll find out. And we're and it's not. It, it's all about defense, man. I mean, our offense. We're scoring points. We're scoring. And I, that's why I told them that's it. That thread. Like my my head tells me we probably win one of those next six. My heart tells me we can win two, maybe three. Just because our offense, I think, can outscore a couple teams. Yeah. Just we we get we get hot a couple nights. Maybe we can outscore a couple of them. You know, get hot from three. But that's basically our hope right now. And we got to stay out of foul trouble because our depth is – we just don't Yeah, the, which was totally opposite of what we thought we were going to be in the year. Well, I, <laughs> and, of course, obviously we had no idea Sheepway was going to leave, but that, that caught trail. Did, uh, did you hear on the broadcast the other day? They asked Huggins, I said, are you ever going to go back to playing uh, two bigs? He said, no. no. He it's not the way college basketball is anymore. It's, it's uh, took the European style. It's four out, one in. Yeah. So that's just the way it's going to be. You and a lot of them like over. They play five out a yeah. lot. Exactly. You're just going to have stretch force. So So we'll see. It's it's a big stretch, man. There's no doubt about it. So hopefully we can steal one Saturday and take our chances Tuesday and go from there and take one at a time. So Super Bowl weekend, who you got? Chiefs or Bucks? First time in history the team's going to play on their home field. Yeah. I I think the Chiefs are a better team, but I think they should win. I I don't know. Tampa Bay, what scares you about Tampa Bay is they brought in a lot of talent on offseason. Particularly on the defensive line. Their defense is good. And if they can put some pressure and, and keep Kansas City from, from scoring, yeah. I mean, they it's hard. To, I mean, whether you like him or hate him, it's hard to bet against Brady. Yeah, exactly. Especially in those big games. Now, yeah. granted, the Chiefs, they got the belt. So, they've been there, too. Yeah. Brady, this is the tenth time that some bitch has been in the Super Bowl. That's crazy. Yeah. That honestly, it's crazy. All right. You want to take a break and hit the last segment? Let's do it. Welcome back to one more, and I'm going home, going to bed, and we had a spirited discussion during our short break. We did. <laughs> Talking about Baylor canceling games, I said, damn, I wish it was, wish it was next week, but, you know, talking about that stretch, I mean, we already knew it was going to be a tough stretch, but four top ten teams in seven days. Oklahoma moved up 15 spots. 15 spots in a week. We dropped seven. They moved up 15 spots. Of course, so they ended up beating, they beat Texas, and they beat... I forget who else they beat uh, pretty handily in that same week. So, I mean, they're good. But, yeah, we got that's – I've never seen a stretch like that ever. And that was the first game that and we should have beat them, and that was the first game we played without Sheepway. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's exactly right. So. Yeah. 
Uh, before I get going, I should mention I talked to Chips today. Right. And uh, we should also mention that his son caught a bass that was bigger or a, a, a trout. trout that was bigger than him. Yeah. <laughs> Five and a half pounder. <laughs> He's a picture of the of the Spider Man fishing pole that, yeah. that Cam caught it on. Hey, good for Spider Man pole. Yeah. How that pole held up? I don't either. Really well, that's on that chin. Get to the shore. I wonder if Cam looked at his uh, granddad and said, "We're gonna need a bigger boat." <laughs> But I've been like a pseudo advisor for Chips for his trying to sell his house, and he got a cash offer today, and he closes next week. Did he? Yes. Uh-oh. Yes. I guess he's. I'm sure he'd be okay with me telling that. I'm sure. He <laughs> but yeah, so I said, pretty so congratulations, gonna, Chips. He gonna send you a bottle of bourbon in the mail or what? I, I'm not gonna turn it down. He can just let me stay there if we need to crash sometime we go to a game. But after all this COVID's yeah, over, no shit. Hopefully it'll be next year. Yeah, no shit. Next year. All, All right. right. Four questions, two assholes. That's right. I'm going first, all right? Yep. All right. So I stole this from... Um, no, it doesn't count. <laughs> from, from Twitter. Uh, Shuler Callahan. He writes for West Virginia Sports Illustrated. But I thought it was a good question, so I'll, I'll bring it to your attention. I hope it's not mine. Uh, or like mine. Maybe. What's more likely? Is okay. your more likely thing? Okay. No. We go out in the first round, or we make it to the lead eight? Out in the first round. Oh, <laughs> Out in the first it, round without doubt. We don't play defense. And if you think about it, let's say we're let's say we're lucky enough to get to a four. Then you got to be a thirteenth uh, ranked or thirteenth seeded team, which is usually you know, no joke. It's usually a high mid major. Then you got to beat uh, uh, the five seed, who is right around whatever level you're at. Right. And then you got to beat the number one seed, more than likely, which, to get and, to the. And they're going to put us with Gonzaga or, or, or Baylor, right? You know it. And and that's the best case scenario right now is us at a four. The best case. So oh, yeah. you, you the, there's then there's five. If I, had to bet, if I had to bet right now, I'd say we're probably going to end up on the sixth line. Yeah, because you, you figure right we're at the best we go is three and three over the next uh, six games. If, if all, of all the games are played, the best we go is three and three. You may win your last two. Maybe you can maybe you can squeeze in at, at at best seven more wins. Yeah, I mean, the best we could do is four. I don't see. I don't oh, see we, how. Well, four is the ceiling. I don't see how we do any more than a four. There's no way. Yeah. I mean, because realistic. I mean, I'd love to go four and two in the next six. Yeah. I just don't see it happening. I don't either. We're, we're too inconsistent. Yeah. And I just, I just, I don't see it. Yeah. And not to mention the fact that we're playing four and five and six of the best teams in the country. Exactly. I mean, that's a lot to ask. And, and what what are the teams that scare you the most when you uh, when you pick? In, in the big in the in the tournament is teams that rely on shooting and school offense because if you have one off night you're done you're finished yeah I mean and that's that's how that's the team that we have right now yeah we have one off night offense it's always with this old static adage in football is defense travels and that was the thing because we've never I mean let's be honest we've never been overly offensively efficient mm-hmm. under Huggins since he's been here mm-hmm. but we've always played defense and we've always rebounded right and we've always have outworked the teams that we're playing exactly this team doesn't do that doesn't do that at all every now and again we'll have a night where two or three guys will get hot mm-hmm. Culver's making free throws we limit the turnovers we'll win those games but it's not because we're clamped down playing defense and no. getting every loose ball exactly around. that's exactly right so I'd yeah much as I hate to say it, it it's probably more like it huh? probably that which will actually be a good segue into my question mm-hmm Okay, so if we don't make it to the Sweet 16, which will be the second weekend, will this be the most disappointing season relative to expectations that you can remember? <clears throat> relative to expectations of the preseason? Without a doubt. 
I mean, we... If we make it a 316 right now, I'm fucking celebrating. But from from the preseason to where we were, to how we started, to the game we gave against Gonzaga, I thought, this is a Final Four team. And then Sheepway left, and he wasn't playing great, but it completely changed how we play, and now we don't play any defense at all. We're a completely different team. It, it, it has gone on to the point where I'm already looking forward to spring football. It's the point now that every every season now I just look forward to the next season. That's, that's the saddest and we, thing. And we hammered on it during the off season, and as the basketball season approached and, and you know, football was hit and miss, and we talked about, oh, man, can't wait till basketball season. Can't yeah. wait till basketball season. And I, I was going back through and looking. I mean, the 2000, I think it was 15-16 team that got beat by Stephen F. Austin yeah. in the first round. We were a three seed. We had high expectations for that team. Yeah. But not like this team. Not like that. And, and granted, nobody could foresee Oscar leaving, which obviously that changed a lot. And then Cottrell getting hurt. Yeah. You know, was it was a big blow. So I mean there there are probably some asterisks you can put in there. But from a sheer excitement standpoint and, you know, looking forward to watching what this team could do. I mean, it, to me, it's just going to be a colossal disappointment. Yeah. If we don't make it to the second weekend. Absolutely. We we were sneaky picks for for the final four team at the beginning of the year. You know, it just we gave Gonzaga their best game all year, and then yeah, and all and then it's all gone to hell. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's exactly what's happening. It is all gone it's to gone hell completely to hell. You know, the double whammy of losing Sheepway and then losing it. it if we'd have just lost Sheepway, I think we'd have been okay. But Cottrell and Sheepway was a killer. And, and, having a t- and Gabe is lost now. He's, Gabe was playing great. Worse. He's gotten worse. And, but now he doesn't quite have the exact same role we used to have. And that's the other thing, too, that's, that's frustrating as hell to me because since we've changed to this four-out-one-in, I think Cottrell would have th- thrived in this He would have thrived, absolutely. I mean, and, and Gabe is not because Gabe would come in. He, he was the second of the two. So he got to play the four. He, he He's actually – until lately, was a good passer. You know, he, like the passing through the deuce with that dunk was fantastic. But when you get him in the top post, he could he could turn around, he could hit, he could hit Sheway, he could hit uh, um, Culver. Culver in the post. He, we don't do that anymore because he's got to play the big. Right. So he he doesn't have that option. You know, right. so it's it's a completely different role for him, and he's struggling in it, just struggling. He really is. Yeah, and he's obviously a liability at the foul line. Right. You know, so I yeah I, I just I'm. You know, it's it's, and I thought this year. I mean, I was singing that tune at work. I was like, "Oh, y'all, just wait and see." You know, and I mean, I I guess I'm just not gonna be able to do that anymore. Yeah. I'm not gonna be able to get to. I mean, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, as, as as I don't care if and if Culver happens to come back next year, which I'll be surprised if he did, and Sherman comes back, you know, and, and we get these two guards coming in, and and Cottrell heals up from his injury, and. On paper, it looks like we're going to be. I'm going to temper my. I'm just going to yeah. pump my brakes. What are you going to do football season? Whoop! There's already there's already talk about us being top twenty five team. We got listed as one of the uh, odds in the national championship at two hundred one. Not so, unless we have a new quarterback. That's that's what I'm saying. It's it's going to be interesting. We're going to be top twenty five team next year. Well, football. I think defensively we're going to be really good. Really good. And if if Nestor comes in and starts, which he probably will, and and we get some kind of development out of the quarterback position. I mean, uh, <laughs> I'm going to take a drink. <laughs> I'm just saying, expectations might get a little lofty become getting a football season. Well, this is me tapping my brakes. <laughs> tapping my brakes. 
Uh, it's just disappointing, man. I, it I is. Thought it's we, it's thought very it was disappointing. It's a special season. But yeah. It is what it is. All right, non-sports. I'll go first. It kind of started with sports, and then it's going to segue into some non-sports. Okay. So, I made a declaration on the thread All right. earlier this week. All right. Because Ivy said that our resume was going to go up when we swept Baylor. All I right. think it was Ivy. May have been Dave. I can't remember. I can't remember. I must have missed that. And I said, and I'm going to publicly declare this, it will probably be the most hypocritical thing ever <laughs> done. If we sweep Baylor, I'm getting on social media. <laughs> okay? Yes. I'm getting on social media. <laughs> now, my question to you is, how long will I last? <laughs> Depends on what social media you get on. I guess it does. <laughs> I mean, you're talking, uh, you're talking, uh, Tinder? Are you no. talking to no. Are you talking to Twitter? I may, I may end up eventually getting Instagram. that regardless. Yeah, we doing some selfies. No, Instagram's you know? like that's teenager shit, isn't it? Yeah, it's kinda yeah. It's it's like an offshoot of Facebook with just pictures. Okay. All that. Actually I you know what, and I made that declaration. Jana might not let me get on anything anyway. <laughs> if I was you I'm on Twitter, I'd love to actually tweet anything. I just don't have to follow stuff. I follow news. That's where I get my news on one side and I get my sports news on the other. If, if you have to go to social media, that's where I would go. Okay. I'd stay away from the Facebook. I'm about done with Facebook. I'm about, I'm going to hop off that here sometime soon. I, the only reason i got to be on it because I have to be the moderator. Uh, I'm the backup moderator for our work. So i got to be on it so I can check that shit. But I think it might just go. Well, I think of social media, pro- I mean, I guess Facebook's because I've just been so anti that shit for so long. I don't it, think I'm in any danger of having that ha- happen <laughs> at all, which is why I made that declaration. <laughs> but I did want to throw it out there that I did say, I mean, I bang on Facebook and all, probably Facebook more than anything else. Because Twitter, I mean, yeah. it's not. I mean, I they, you guys send me stuff and I see stuff here and there, but but Facebook would probably be the one that... Uh, Facebook is like a giant message board with pictures. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a good way to describe Facebook. <laughs> so you already used the message board, just add pictures in. All right. So if I got, if I got on Facebook, uh, would I last thirty days? No, I didn't think so. You, you, there be some because you have a personality. You'd be drinking, and you you see something and that you didn't a, like, and, and you'd a, respond, and, and you'd be yeah. And that, and I don't you'll, trust myself. That's a, <laughs> or I'd message some. Yeah, that's another thing too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nah, not a good avenue for me. <laughs> so that kind of bleeds into what my question is going to be. Uh, I, I do remember that thread now, and, and I think I think Dave put something like your username when your Twitter would be like at J because J Low Ground, and I put at J Five because for JV mm-hmm. I think it was it was Steely. That, that was my no, that was my 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 boys at Garfield's called me that. Dorito yeah, and him gave me that name. J J Five. So that's what. So what what other nicknames have you had throughout your entire life? Well, the 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 one that they called me in college was Juice. Yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, I forgot about that. And they juice. still call me that. <laughs> you know what's funny is I got I I was called Juice on the golf course. Were you? Because my with my old swing, I used to put so much downward thrust into it that I would it would put so much spin on the ball that on the old seven at White Oak I actually backed the ball up up the hill. Yeah. They had so much spin on, so they called me Juice Juice yeah. Box actually. Juice Box. Yeah, because <laughs> I had juice on the ball. That's Pat Redden. Pat Redden gave me that nickname freshman year. They, they just he, he had a guy. I think he had a buddy back home. His name was Justin. Of course, I, I like telling the stories. I was the, I was the life of the floor, so I was the juice. <laughs> but they all call me that. Like, 
Chips hey. depends. Uh -huh. They all nobody Still calls me Josh. They all call me Juice. I've heard J. I've heard J Five for you. I've heard JV, of course. Still, he calls me JV. Yeah, JV. Uh, I, I think I remember hearing Juice. I couldn't remember you who called anything else growing up. I know. Now there's probably a few. <laughs> probably a few other names I've been called. <laughs> I don't know if they were as recurring as those were. <laughs> now when I was now, mom and dad's call me, still call me. They call me G. Yeah. Because Courtney couldn't pronounce Justin. Justin. I still give her hell. I was like, you're a teacher and you couldn't fucking get G, J right. <laughs> I was wondering that too. I always thought it was weird you guys called uh, Jaina JJ. Well, because when Jaina was, when Garrett was in kindergarten, no, he would have been past camp. He went to Oak Hill Elementary, uh -huh. when the, the, the old Oak Hill Elementary. And when Jaina was really little and Leslie and I would bring her to go pick up Garrett, Becca Humphreys. Uh -huh. And all her kids would always go, Jaina, 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 Jaina. So we start calling her JJ. Oh, okay. So, I always wondered about it. Never knew exactly where that came that's from. That's where it came from. That's wild. So that's why she's, because actually she and I had that conversation the other day. <laughs> where she got JJ. I said, you know, that's why we call you that. She was like, yeah. She was like, you know, it's funny. She's like, all my, a lot of her, a lot of people that she's at school with call her JJ. Uh -huh. Like the girls in her immediate group yeah. call her Jaina. But like all the other people call, call her JJ. JJ, I just always call her JJ. That's crazy. Yeah, I never really had was with with Josh James. You get a lot of double J. You weren't you know. ice. When you had and ice? that's what I say. The the one was ice because it was Izzy Heron who started calling me ice. Well, got the name ice because there was a a cereal that lasted for a very short time called Ice Cream James. It was. A, and I don't remember so, that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it lasted very short. So Izzy started calling me ice cream. And then they got short into ice, and I ended up shaving it in my head. I think I was Isaac's age, like yeah. 11 years old. Ice, I do remember that. <laughs> Otherwise, man, I really haven't had any nicknames. But I also want to ask, what's the greatest nickname of a team that you've been on? Like, like if you ever played, like right now I'm on a bowling league, and our name is Penn Island. Yeah, that's but, yeah. But we put it all together as one word. I'll let the audience figure that out. Yes. <laughs> and and uh, when I was in college, when I was in, in uh, D.C., I played on a softball team that was made up of staff members from different Democratic houses, uh, d Democratic staff. So we we were the kicking asses, which I always thought was a was a cool name for a team. But my, my favorite was that we did uh, uh, trivia night at Cantrails, and it was actually Tash's idea. Our, our team name was My Couch Pulls Out, but I don't. Yeah, that's <laughs> which I think is my name. favorite name that's for any name. team I've ever been on. <laughs> I've never really gotten into the. I can't think of anything like that that mm. I've been a part of. To tell you the truth, those those are the best, man. We we go like funny and, and goofy. I mean, names. our our text chain with my college buddies. Our our team name is nineteen ninety six Handle a Beam. <laughs> what? That's our name. <laughs> Chips rolled in with a thing of beam. We were freshmen, man. That's what it is. We're the nineteen ninety six Handle a Beam. That's what my, that's what that's what the name of the fucking group is. <laughs> That's it. Matter of fact, that's why when we... Remember I showed you those Christmas videos? Uh-huh. Everybody was supposed to be doing shots of beam. Beam. Oh, yeah. okay. Some of them have flavored beam. <laughs> Some of count. them, like me, used real beam. That's exactly right. Now, that being said, that apple crown and shit's pretty good. Yeah, it is. Actually, almost all that shit's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Not as, like, potency. Speaking of Crown, Stuff Lynch was at Elliot's the other night. I wasn't there. Oh, I'm glad I wasn't there either. Because right, Booth was telling me. He texted me midway through the uh, game. It was on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, 
which I'll, I'll throw, we good on time? I'll yeah. throw this story out there real quick too. Or I probably, did I tell you the story about me on, in the, in the Sutherland Lake? Yes, you told me that last night. <laughs> well, long story short, I was having issues with the internet. It was 5.30. Obviously, the game was on ESPN+. Plus. So I called Suddenlink and letting got on the phone. Great customer service. Fantastic. <laughs> I mean, top notch, top notch. <laughs> Fuck. So I get on there and I can't remember what her name was. But anyway, so I had to go back into Jana's room and I had to put her on speakerphone because I had to do some shit with the box. And unbeknownst to me, my daughter is videotaping. I say videotaping. <laughs> Like it's nineteen eighty four. She's got the RCA recorder up on her shoulder. Like I bet you have noticed that. Yeah, yeah. So you're saying you're probably a TikTok video right now? She told me there's no way in hell oh god, I hope not. I don't think so. I look over and she is just snickering away. And I was like, what the hell? Like I'm trying to troubleshoot with this lady. I look over and in the middle of the conversation, I was like, I said, yes, I plugged in the box. What the hell are you laughing at? <laughs> so we got the problem resolved. And uh, I was like, what was so she was like, oh dad, that was so funny. <laughs> Like I'm glad. So anyway, so I'm watching the game. About eight o'clock, stuff texts me. He's like, "You gonna watch the game?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm watching it now. It's fucking halftime." <laughs> I was like, "We're going, Elliot's man, Booth and Canterbury and all them are out there." So he went out there after the game because Tom told me he, uh, Tom was back there burning a quick twenty. That's uh, <laughs> always a quick twenty on, on the blue machine. <laughs> but yeah, Ramel was out there, and I, I missed that. No, thank God, because I yeah, I mean, you probably see him this weekend. Oh yeah, probably. <laughs> Probably so. All right, man. We're going to beat Kansas. Score? We're going to beat Kansas. We're going to beat Kansas 78-74. That sounds all right. Yeah. So, it, was it, it will be somewhere in the high 70s if we win. If it's in the 80s, I think we lose. We'll lose. Yeah. Yep. I agree. All right, man. One more and I'm going home going to bed. One more and I'm going home going to bed. <laughs>